Hi, Badrusain here, uh, entrepreneur. Um, I'd like to do a topic today that I want to clear up, and this is why um, my podcasts are very unique. I really want to cut through the mustard, so to speak, around misunderstandings um, and possible misconceptions and understandings around spirituality and make things really clear and precise. That's that's what I want to do, um, and that's I, which I have been doing for many, many, many years. One thing I want to look at today is around uh, why is um, meditation, calmness, mindfulness, being in the now, being in the present, slowing down, seen as like the peak of spirituality. Like once you can conquer that, you kind of mastered spirituality. I want to explain to you today how that is um, uh, not diminishing or at all the importance of having those sorts of meditations but the idea that these meditations are the end goal the highest spirituality the idea that you reach a point of enlightenment where there is no thoughts no mind no duality no relationships and things like that uh, the, uh, the, the, there is a danger to the popularities of these things and the idea of these conclusions that's going to which is restricting and denying people actually to go beyond um, that platform. Now, how do I explain this? Now, there's a reason why these meditations are really popular and these ideas are really popular. They're called impersonalist ideas or oneness or voidistic, like the conclusions of the idea that being all uh, enlightened or being quite having a spiritual time etc is actually um yeah these are popular because if you think about it the world out there is full of relationships struggles work struggles struggle 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 confusions world crisis so much going on in the outside world obviously if I was living in a world like that, I'd naturally, like I do, I like to find some quiet time and go and, and go into like an incubation period where I can regenerate. That's a natural knee-jerk reaction to a world that is full of confusion, difficulties, struggles, stresses. And we've seen over the decades, especially at my age, it's just getting worse and worse. More and more relationship problems, more and more economic problems, housing problems, health problems, abuse. But I, the list goes on and on. You know, I'm, I could shock you with so much social research, what's going on even in my the country that I live in, in New Zealand. Now, if you're experiencing that in life, you experience pain, suffering, stress. Of course, if you can get some relief from that, which is what most people do and their first port of call is usually drugs, drink, intoxication or mind-numbing Netflix or whatever. But other persons who want a more healthy approach and they're looking for answers naturally will go to a spirituality or mindfulness or meditation that allows to stop you thinking about these things, stop you worrying about these things, calm you down, get the body. And these are really, really important and have a place. But you have to understand this is an incubation place. You can't stay in the incubator for long because you haven't understood something and something that's really important. And that is you have to understand that the way the world is out there, it may be stressful and all that. But what it is, is you're doing something really wrong. <laughs> you are not doing the correct strategies or have the correct understanding of how to be happy in the world, how to use the energies of this world, how to be a successful person. That means how to be successful in relationships and interacting in the world so you can be happy. The strategies are wrong. And because of that frustration, 
certain spiritualities say, well, this world is frustrating. Forget it. Get out. Just it's all null and void. But this is not a real, you know, this is not not the case. Um, it is true that things are difficult, but it's because we're doing them wrong. We're actually doing them wrong. And what we need to do is, yes, take a rest, pull out, go into meditation, be in the now, be in the present, try to get some relief. So that relief that you get from the stresses and strains by being in the present, et cetera, et cetera, is, is just relief. You actually haven't learned how to interact in the world properly. So the Bhakti Yoga text, the prime yoga text, the peak of the yoga text, explain med meditations and um, activity and interactions with the energies beyond just being in an incubation period of recovery. Now, once you're, I, I had that when I was younger. You know, I, I had a girlfriend, my first girlfriend, and you know, you, you fall in love and, you know, and it ended, it broke up and broke my heart. And I remember going into my room and I, I just didn't want to come out of my room um yeah i was in pain i didn't want to see people anymore i wanted i just wanted to be in this space where everything just disappeared i didn't want to think anymore i was thinking of that hoff guy the the ice man who you know he goes in the ice and stuff like that and an amazing guy um but if you hear his story his story is similar you know he had a wife and four kids i think it was and and tragically and heartbreakingly, his somehow it didn't explain in the video that I watched, but obviously she had some depression or some issues and she was going downhill. And his wife, as he loved it, the happy wife he knew did was disappearing. And she unfortunately and tragically took her own life. And he didn't know how to get over that grief and quite understandably, very difficult. So he um, cut a long story short. He was sitting in the was snow in a forest, I think it was, and he just decided to go under the ice and he went under the ice and there he became so numb and so cold um, that it took away his grief. It put him in a state of just being. It just took away past, present, future. You know, it's hard. you can hear his own words on this. But then, you see, that gave him relief and then through this he became famous he did other things walks up walked up the himalayas you know with just his shorts on and did so many things and now he's helping people he's interacting with people helping thousands of people with these things so you see he went from the incubation period he went into kind of oneness or numbness where he could that grief no longer existed he was just what he called was in survival mode survival mode means you're in the present moment so the idea of being in the present moment the animals all do better than humans so being in the present moment isn't actually a great accomplishment i'm sorry to say that um this is unique to the way i approach things you know animals are standing around in survival mode all the time they're all in the present the cow in the field is standing there just going jump jumping away. It's not worrying. It doesn't have existential crisis. It doesn't worry where its next meal is coming from. It doesn't worry about where it's going to sleep. It's not worrying about much at all. It's just being in the present moment. But this is a great achievement for a modern human being <laughs> in such a stressful, chaotic, unnatural way uh, we're living. But like with uh, the Iceman and myself in the room, 
I eventually had to come out and I wanted to reconnect with people. And Krishna explains this in the Bhagavad Gita. The soul can reach platforms of oneness, just, just existence, being in sat, being in eternity, being in the moment, but it's temporary. Why is that? Because you're eternally a person. You always exist. It's the first teachings of the yoga text, Bhagavad Gita, chapter 2, text 12. Never was there a time where I did not exist, nor you, Krishna explains. And Krishna, who is he? He's Yogeshwara. He's the master, the creator of the yoga. So anyone who speaks about yoga and doesn't talk about Yogeshwara, Krishna, uh, then they're not giving you a complete, genuine, authentic picture. Um, anyone who talks about bhakti, um, you know, yoga lifestyle has to refer back to the design and creator of the yoga system. It's a disservice not to do that. Anyone in any field who talks knowledge must refer back to where the knowledge comes from. So coming back to this oneness, um, being in an incubative state, just being mindful, it's a billion dollar industry just to help human beings get away from the stresses of life to regroup, regenerate. But then we have to go back into the world. Now, what some people do is they take that detached meditation state, that being in the oneness state, and then they, and trying to be detached in the present moment. And they try to apply it in a world where past, present, and future exist, relationship exists, jobs exist. And then they do this strange drug, drug, drug uh, juggling act or strange thing where I met a guy yesterday in the gym and he got to know me. We were talking. He's a real estate agent. And I said, how are you doing? And we got talking about spirituality. And he said, yeah, I'm just detached. I said, well, what are your goals? What's your purpose? He said, why have a goal or purpose? I said, what do you mean? He said, oh. Then he said, I said, he said, oh, I, I, I'm into real estate. He said, so why do you do real estate? I just like making money. I said, why do you like making money? But I could see he was one of these people who says, I'm just detached. You just got to be detached. You just got to be in the present moment. But then he couldn't deny the fact that he liked making money. I said, well, do you have a partner? He said, yeah, but I'm detached. So I actually said this to him. I said, what if I went home right now and I went up to your, your wife or daughter and I had sex with her? Is that okay? And he went, no, but you wouldn't do it anyway. I said, but that's not the point. The thing is, why are you not attached to your partner? This is unnatural. You, you meant, And he got a bit confused. I said, you know, so I could see there's people out there. They do ayahuasca. They do all these things about being detached and Everything is just in the moment and the universe in the moment, but they can't actually relate to the world in a healthy way. They get really weird. And it is weird. <laughs> Krishna explains that. If you're actually going to be detached from everything, if you're actually going to reach enlightenment through oneness, that kind of level of transcendence, which is partial, then actually do it then. Go to the forest, chapter 6, Bhagavad Gita, sit on a kusha grass, do an asana, Take the inward and outward breath, close it off, withdraw the senses from the sense objects and do it. But to try to then go and live in the world like that, what are you doing? <laughs> You're trying to be detached in a world that creates detachments. So why am I saying all this? Well, because I want you to become fully enlightened. <laughs> I want you to understand the whole picture, which is there in the authentic Vedic textures. Um, uh, texts, particularly Bhagavad Gita, which is a simple summary. So what to do? 
we are meant to recover. Yes, have an incubation period. And then you have to enter back into the world with knowledge. Understand that the strategies and the way you were perceiving the world was wrong. That's why you got frustrated. That's why That's why you wanted to go back to bed. You want to go to sleep. That's basically what that kind of enlightenment means. One is go to sleep. Just, just go to sleep. But Bhakti is about waking up and fully waking up and wanting to stay awake so you can actually interact with the energies of this world, interact with beings in this world, interact with the environment in this world in according to the, the, the source of energies, instructions, and do it with love and devotion. We have to learn wh where this, we have to follow the, the, the procedure, the, the, the universal principles as laid down by the universe and the source of the universe so we can interact and have the strategies correct to use the resources of this world and to interact with beings in this world, whatever body types they have, so we can have a peaceful, loving life. So rather than being frustrated with interacting with the world, your love ever expands with the interaction of the energies of this world. Why? Because you're always a person. You cannot stay in bed forever. You can't sleep forever. You know, even those who do reach, look at the Dalai Lama. Okay, he is apparently a realized Buddhist. Then if he's realized, why is he interacting with people? There's no distinction on the oneness platform. You can't say, I am this, you are that, or who's there to talk to when there's only you? So Krishna explains, persons who are that enlightened in oneness, they fall down again to the platform of philanthropy and helping people and interacting with people again. So it's all about what's the goal of all this going into mindfulness and, and incubation and, and getting out of the stresses of life, which is a good place to be for most people these days. But what are you going to do after the meditation? When you do your Vipassana retreat, which I see thousands all the time, hundreds cut past through walking all the time, Vipassana, Vipassana, it's amazing, amazing. But why aren't they staying in Vipassana? Most of them come out and I've seen them, they end up with a girlfriend and going off and doing stuff. You see, they can't give up being a person or having relationships, yet they try and have this detachment in the relationship. So it, it's kind of a weird combination. It's like mixing, you know, you know, milk and water. It's like you're constantly trying to stir it so it kind of works. <laughs> because being in oneness doesn't satisfy our core being. Even as we see entrepreneurs, success seekers, um, what I call, what I was, a dissatisfied success seeker. Maybe you can relate to this. You've tried to find success through pleasure, through working and music and partying and lifestyle, living in the city. You, you're a success seeker. You want success. And you want to project success out into the world to show that you're successful. But you're probably like me in my late 20s. I actually worked in many, many industries, different works. I wasn't actually successful in those industries, so to speak. I had some success in teaching. But, you know, I worked in skilled labor. I worked in, you know, around media type people, advertising companies, casting industries. I worked with, you know, I played in bands and music and I met some people there who had quite a bit of fame and notoriety, famous actors and stuff like that. And But all of them, despite their positions and success with all those things, they weren't fulfilled. <laughs> 
they were actually doing habits and things and strategies that I was doing as a not so successful person, you know, intoxication, being busy, trying to, you know, just doing all the things people do who are dissatisfied. So I always thought this is weird. These people actually have success, yet they externally, but internally, they are just like me. Why aren't I fulfilled? Why am I dissatisfied? That feeling inside, the dissatisfied success seeker. So I'd always, this was pushing me on in life until I came across this knowledge and a person who explained to me why you can never be totally fulfilled with any of your successes in life unless you address this issue of that you're a non-material being, that you are more different from the body and the mind. To stop identifying myself with the body and mind and understand consciousness, me, that energy which is is not understood by material scientists. This energy of consciousness is the energy, the proof of the existence of the non-material self. I am of a different qualitative nature, so nothing subtle matter, whether it's in the mind in terms of the feeling of fame and notoriety and success or any gross physical success is ever going to fulfill me at the deepest level because I'm non-material. It doesn't actually satisfy the drive of the car. I can do so much with my car, the body represent the, the car representing the body, the outside of the car. I can do the interior of the car, have a nice radio station, a mindfulness radio station on, like a calm mind, for instance, so the radio represents the mind. No matter how calm I, and nice I make that radio station, I'm the driver. I'm still hungry. I still have needs different from the interior and the exterior car. So this is really important to understand. If you want to be a totally, deeply fulfilled entrepreneur, I say entrepreneur because an entrepreneur is a inner world fulfilled and outer world fulfilled success successful person and entrepreneurs at heart are generally want to serve people so this is where the word entrepreneur comes from it means to be deeply fulfilled on all levels understanding that the primary core success is inner <laughs> and understanding my identity and how to act in alignment with the energies of the world and it acts with my character in alignment with the energies of this world um, to create actual real happiness. And yes, there can be money happiness, lifestyle happiness, car happiness, these things, but it all has to be founded and nourished by the inner core because so many of those successful people that I was around having conversations with through my life in my 20s, et cetera, um, they all, some of them would admit that they're not happy, they're not fulfilled, and they couldn't figure it out. Maybe that's like you. You're, you're just confused. Why is it that with all these successes, I'm still not fulfilled? Why is it? So what we do is we get busy. I, mean, I just need to be more successful. I just need another go. I just need another lifestyle. I need another thing to do. So we have to address this. And today, yes, there's lots of spirituality or techniques and mindfulness out there that gives you that incubation period to rejuvenate very important to relax wind down be with yourself but then you have to go back into the world again and you and if you don't know what you're doing and you don't know how to interact with the energies of this world if you don't know who you are who the source of these energies is and how to 
um, align yourself with the with the universe, with Krishna, in terms of how these energies in this world should work, and have the then then we're always going to have this inner fulfillment that and fulfillment that niggles us. It's always in the back of the mind, and no one wants to talk about it because <laughs> we're confused. And admitting that there's something wrong is not good for our pride. It's hard to go to our friends or anyone and say, hey, look, I've got this feeling. No, we have to keep projecting. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. I don't want you to shy away from that anymore. Don't be fearful of that anymore. You can you can keep everything you're doing, so to speak, within reason. But you need by addressing this problem and not just sitting back and just meditating all the time in a kind of calm voidistic way or just being with yourself or just being in the present moment that's not going to solve your problems either we need to know have clear precise understanding of who you actually are and when i say who who you are as a person be when they say be the best version of yourself you have to know what the pure self is what the real self is and that is explained in further as we go on in more podcasts and more. Uh, uh, you can go to Entrepreneurs Facebook page and you can learn more as we, we go on with more of these um, talks and stuff. So today's more around or centering around um, understanding the world is stressful out there, painful, frustrating and People are looking for relief from that. So they're going to these mindfulness programs. They're doing these things. And, yes, these are affecting people's lives. They are giving them better ways to cope. But they're not solving the core root problem of not actually understanding how these energies work in this world, how we're meant to interact with the world properly for the best relationships in the best way. Because um, that knowledge has to come from the source of these energies. Um, so I hope this has been useful. So bhakti or this knowledge, entrepreneurs, is about teaching you gradually how to be successful, act successfully, align yourself properly uh, with the world and relationships in this world and successes in this world so you can be actually totally fulfilled. You don't have to keep retreating back into mindfulness trying to stop thinking, stop. It's about perfecting our thinking, perfecting our intelligence, perfecting our actions. Um, yeah. So I hope that was really useful. If there's any questions, please, you know, you can add them on. And uh, I look forward to speaking to you again in my next podcast.